I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. What is so dangerous about a character like Ferris Bueller is he gives good kids bad ideas. Well, why should he get to skip school when everybody else has to go? Syphilitic meningitis. He never gets caught. This guy in my biology class said that if Ferris dies, he's giving his eyes to Stevie Wonder. Well, he's very popular, Ed. I recall Central Park in fall. Ferris Bueller, do you know him? Yeah, he's getting me out of summer school. They think he's a righteous dude. Think he'll be alive this weekend? I can see him denying popular beliefs, setting off on some impossible mission. He jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. He does whatever he wants. You know, as long as I've known him, everything works for him. Whatever he wants. He's very cool. And he never gets nailed. Ferris can do anything. Oh, he's such a sweet. Wake up and smell the coffee, Mrs. Bueller. It's a fool's paradise. He is just leading you down the primrose path. Matthew Broderick. Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's day off. Because life is too beautiful a thing to waste. We're recording, and uh, this is this is let's watch it again. I'm Rob. Rudy's here. Torrance here. Everyone's happy. I mean, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah, there's no cameras on this podcast. What? I'm God spicy. So spicy vibe. So uh, to, to, without burying the lead too much further, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to review a 1986 film. Torn, you weren't alive. I was one. Nope. Rudy, you were born this year. We're reviewing <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off, starring uh, Matthew Broderick and the folks. You know, actually doing some research about this, I found out. I found out why I like this movie. We'll talk about that. <laughs> all right. So. This is a movie that we've all watched yeah, yeah, a fair course. amount of times. Yeah, yeah, a billion times. Some today, some not today. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen it. The, the movie's existed in the universe of film. It's a classic. So I'm, I'm going to run the synopsis. And uh, as we go over the synopsis, as we always do, I um, want both of y'all. I'm going to give both of y'all an opportunity to, on a scale of one to five, grade the synopsis. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah. All right. After high school slacker Ferris Bueller successfully fakes an illness in order to skip school for the day, he goes on a series of adventures throughout Chicago with his girlfriend Sloane and his best friend Cameron, all while trying to outwit the Wally school principal and a fed up sister. Ferris Bueller. Oh, so that's the synopsis. Yes. Scale of one mm-hmm. to five. Torn, what do you got? That's pretty close. It's like an eight. One to five? <laughs> I'm getting, I just went way off. Yeah, that was... But I like it. That was black math. So it's five. <laughs> okay. Ready? It's a five to me. I fuck with it. Additionally, just to kind of fill it in, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a 1986 teen comedy film written, co-produced, and directed by who? Any Hughes. First name? Not Hughes. Uh, shit. <laughs> What's his name? John Hughes. John. There you go, John Hughes. Because I was about to say, it's Kathy Hughes' birthday yeah. today, so... <laughs> and John yeah, John, Hughes, John Hughes at Breakfast Club? Yes. Sixteen Candles, movie. Yes. and I really? believe Home Alone. Yeah, Club. yeah, Home Alone. Yeah. yeah, I probably like that more than this movie. Question: Out of the people that you know that that may be in this room, I mean, let's talk about Breakfast Club real quick because mm-hmm. we we haven't reviewed that. No, we may review it. You know how every white dude thinks they're John Bender. Mm-hmm. Of course. Do you know any John Benders in real life? They don't necessarily have to be white. 
I've been described as a John Bender type. Really? Yes. Hmm. As do far people as, know who John Bender is? This is from the girl face. But do people know who that is? Yes. Who's John Bender? That's fucking dude. <clears throat> it's fucking Judd Nelson. Oh, shit, I forgot. That's Dud Nelson. Oh, yeah. He was in uh, New Jack City. Yes, he was. That yeah. was his first quote-unquote adult role. <laughs> might not be out yet, might be uh, out yet. Who she knows? thinks you're him? Out of that group of dudes. From Breakfast Club? Yes. Yeah, yeah, man, I guess you gotta be. Because right. I'm not a jock and I'm no, not a child. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, Greg is fucking uh, Anthony Michael Hole. That's the night. Yeah, yes. Oh, shit! Uh... <laughs> So first, Beulah's Day Off, uh, so all of that stuff. It was co- co-produced by Tom Jacobson. The film stars Matthew Broderick as Ferris Bueller, a uh, high school slacker who skips school for, the day, um, in, for a day in Chicago, Mia Sarah and Alan Ruck. Ferris regularly breaks the fourth wall and explains his techniques and inner thoughts, which is kind of a cool thing. And what TV show, I think people don't really talk about it too much, but what quote-unquote black TV show did that move of breaking that fourth wall on occasion? And... Here's the other thing. What high school show, be, these are things you watch. These are simple questions. What high school show that has to do with a split? Saved by the Bell? Yes, breaks the fourth wall yeah, all the time. It's got to be. But what black show from the 90s that it did it on occasion? Not regularly, but on occasion. I mean, it's not Fresh Prince, right? It is Fresh Prince. Because he would look in the camera yeah, and like, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that fourth wall thing. Okay, li- lastly, since you fuckers are two for two, well, Torrance two for two. What comic character breaks the fourth wall regularly? Deadpool. All right, then. Uh, <laughs> so the film was released. The film was released. You've seen the movie, motherfucker. I know. He, he does it me, in the movie, though. He didn't let me talk. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, Rudy, your turn then. How about that? How about that? No, why you put me on the spot? Because you wanted it. Uh, that's what. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You uh, asked for this. So, the film came out when in nineteen eighty? Which month? June. It came out. Yes, June eleventh. Oh shit! Man, I'm uh, impressed. Now, since you since you said you knew about the money, how much did the movie make? It made seventy point three or seventy point five. Seventy point one. Domestically, so it's probably about seventy point five. And what was the cost of the movie? Five million. Now for that seventy, Damn. that seventy million plus, where did it rank that year? You might not know this one. No, I don't know that. It was the tenth highest grossing movie of the year. So eighty six. So this is a movie that featured aliens, a whole bunch of shit. Question. Question. Bennett. Where you at? How did that come out? Eighty six. Don't ask questions about that. <laughs> reason. Reason. Don't because fucking. The prince. Hey, wasn't that the principal? He believes in how did that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I did my research a little bit. We'll, did we, <laughs> a little bit. He's in a t- he's in a category later. <laughs> so the, the tagline. Do you have any idea what the tagline is? What? It's on the it's on the poster for it, right? One man struggle to take it easy. That's the tagline. I would just straight up be like, "Ain't doing shit." <laughs> that would sell very well in yeah, the market. Yeah. Doing that. So here's the cast, real quick. Uh, Matthew Broderick as mm-hmm. uh, Ferris Bueller. Ellen Ruck is who? Anyone? Uh, Cameron? Was Cameron? Yes. It was Cameron. Uh, Mia Sarah you know, was. You know, for the longest time, I didn't know that was his name. Yeah, I don't know names. <laughs> you know he's currently on Succession? Really? Yes. He's the dim-witted brother who wanted to run for po- run into politics and shit. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's great on it. <laughs> I know he's that. like, you know what? I'm going to run. I'm going to run for wow. president. Uh, he was also on Spin City. Mm. I love that show. With Michael and, J. Fox. Uh-huh. That's my shit. Remember who came on after Michael J. Fox? Who took over? 
He had, may have had a cameo in this movie. I know um, who it um, is. Um, um, uh, you got it. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Yes. Yes. Good shit. And I haven't even seen Spin City. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Mia Sarah is Sloan Peterson. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about her a little bit. Jeffrey Jones is Ed Rooney, the dean of students. And lastly, uh, Jennifer Grey is who? Sister. What's her name? Ah, uh, shit. We just, you just said it not too long ago. I did not. You know it. <laughs> it's Jeannie Bueller. Now, oh, yeah. Now, here's, here's the thing that's interesting about this character. Remember when they did the, well, you probably don't because it was god awful. They did a TV show in 1990, four years after this, just called Ferris Bueller. Now, what actress played this character? It's a famous, famous, famous television actress played this character, the younger sister. sister. Yeah. And she kind of looks like her. Ooh. Popular show on must-see TV. White lady. Mm. Super. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston played this girl. White lady. Jennifer Whoa. Aniston. What? Yes. Are you serious? I never nah, knew it was a show. Crazy. I knew it was a show. I didn't know who was the sister. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I was about to say, you was a I used, a, I used to have a crush on the so, sister. Are y'all ready for some trivia? Yeah. All right. So... The script for First Bueller's Day Off, 1986, it took only six days to write. I mean, he wasn't doing right. shit. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would expect. No, but 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 peep it though. It's good. Like, it's good though. Think think about like just you're writing dialogue, you're writing the scenes, you're yeah. writing all types of shit, and some things are ad libbed. But just think when you see someone's like, yeah, I'm still working on that project, and it's been like six months, and this dude got it done in six days. That's crazy. And here's the kicker: How long do you think the original cut of the movie was? This movie was just under two hours. The original cut was nearly three. Mm. Are you serious? Two hours and 45 minutes. I don't know if I can watch that that long. They, I mean, they edited it. I don't think it exists. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying. The like fact it's... that he wrote enough for a three-hour movie. And they're like, you got to take your shit out. I mean, you, look, I think how much shit you don't do in a day. Yo, he made it seem like like it was fun to actually skip school. Well, I mean, yeah. so, so I never really skipped school. I skipped class, I skipped not school. school. Which is why, you know, I'm above niggas. I skipped school. Uh, yeah. Well, judging by certain things. Yeah. Makes sense. You did a lot of shit when you was young. Yeah. Yeah. Shit you shouldn't have done. I didn't do anything. And look at me now. Hmm. Homeowner. Bougie. Podcaster. Bougie. Look at this. Are you going to snap your finger too? All of my organs. What? Like, <laughs> See, you, really, you really look like a film critic right now. <laughs> that was spicy, wasn't it? Wearing all black and shit. Mm. <laughs> Titties. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was a little too spicy, actually. It's terrible. Um, so, no kids. Uh, so, <laughs> I was just saying, you know, just everything is just great. Mm. Um, so, you know there was talk about a sequel. Yeah, yeah, I did read that. And the sequel was going to center around what? Um, uh, they was talking about two kind of like uh-huh. things. So, which one? Spend both of them. Um, a sequel was them going to either college or his first job. First uh, Bill's first job. Them doing like the basically the same that. type of thing. So, and, and another one was them being in their seventies. That would not work. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, that one would work. That one would be funny too. So, so now watch the job one. The idea was was dropped because Matthew Broderick felt that the film was perfect. And he didn't want to do anything. He didn't want to revisit. Pretty close. Um, during the parade, several people are seen dancing, including const- a construction worker and a window washer. Originally, had nothing to do with the film. 
they were dancing to music that was being played, and John Hughes was like, yeah, take that. Get that footage right there. <laughs> He's like, this is great. Look at this nigga. Look at his apron. Get him. <laughs> Cindy Pickett and Lyman Ward, who played Ferris's parents, got married in real life mm. after filming the movie. Wow. They later divorced in, two, in 1992. <laughs> that was quick. Well, six years. It was quick. He filmed in 85, so yeah, six years. Six years is fine. It's not bad. Uh, John Hughes and Ben Stein uh, told Ben Stein, who uh, has a degree in economics, to present actual an ec- present an actual economics lecture in his scene. Hence, nothing that Stein says aside from the roll call is scripted. So he's literally teaching a fucking course. And think mm. about how boring that yeah, shit is. Yeah, economics is boring as fuck. I hated economics in <laughs> undergrad. It's just like it's terrible. Guns mm. and butter, nigga. I don't know. Guns. <laughs> That's what it is, right? You, you, what? That supply and demand? I don't know. Supply in your hands? No. That, nope. That's a masturbation joke. It's yeah. a very clever one, but still a masturbation. Like when you look joke. at Ben Stein, when you think about him now, because he's like a wild Republican or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like what the fuck happened? Remember when Ben Stein's money? I do. That's mm. my shit. It wasn't. I used to watch that all the time. Just niggas in trivia. Hey, look, I could be on Jeopardy, my nigga. Like, I could be on there. I can't cheat. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I could win. Now, no, now, here's the question. In Jeopardy, because you get three people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could the three of us be in Jeopardy? It would be the most niggery Jeopardy. <sighs> yeah. Here's ever. the thing. Because I'm I'm reckless, Rudy would end up winning. Rudy would win. Because Rudy would be like, I would bet $2. <laughs> I would be like the, it's like the lowest win in Jeopardy history, five dollars. I guarantee I would try to play like the uh, the Sean Connery character. Jesus Christ! Immediately. I mean, I would just make because it's I would, great. I would just answer in Black Jeopardy answers. Mm. Like, what's a head scarf? Nope. What? Nope. What? Nope. What's gonna be a do? What's Bip the Whip? It's gonna be a do rag question in there. <laughs> what's spin the bin? I'm what, just gonna say. A what bunch is of, a dummy? See, I was gonna say a bunch of Baltimore, Baltimore shit. Trivia? Yeah, that might be something right there. Actually, <laughs> it could work. It's I mean, possible with, with this, this this current climate of all of these Baltimore properties. <laughs> that can be a new game for the network. I mean, it's just gonna be a lot of corn rules. <laughs> shit, yeah, a lot. Like if you start looking at certain Baltimore dudes, this is a Baltimore tangent. The mustaches aren't great. I'm gonna leave that right mustaches, there. Mustaches, hey, like. What? Don't look over here, goddammit. He has hair, though. Like, I mean, everybody got, they got like the same. Oh, no. That's how wow, I mean. the same? Oh, That's just no. not the same, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit ain't nappy. I mean, <laughs> talk, talking to the migrant. I, I don't have the same beard. Well, I do, actually. It's a lot of niggas that try to do mm. the same thing. I mean, the funny thing is, like, your shit, you have a beard, but it don't connect with the mustache. No, bro. it doesn't. Yeah. It's purposeful. It's on purpose? Yes. Damn. <laughs> You like, like an old nigga named Watson. Yes. I mean, or I'm, Wellington. Wellington. Mm. <laughs> oh, you just tell you Jamaican. Mm, big beef. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's, 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 let's read it down. Back on track, back on track. Fuck, fuck. fuck. Uh, to produce a desired drugged out effect, this is ironic as shit. Um, for his role of a drug addict in a police station, Charlie Sheen stayed awake for more than 48 hours before filming his, his scene. You can tell. He- he looked like you looked when you came in. He was like, yeah, I haven't slept today. Cameron's father's Ferrari was not a real Ferrari because it was too expensive, obviously, to rent one. So they made three replicas mm. uh, using a MG chassis, uh, each uh, with a fiberglass body. 
And so they instead of, like that showed you the the cost of a fucking Ferrari. Right. That you mm. can build three models and with the plans of destroying them, because like I'm not gonna rent one. No. <laughs> uh, even though they played siblings, I love when this happens. By the way, Matthew Broderick and uh, Jennifer Grey would later become engaged after the movie. Uh, tragically, approximately a year later, after Matthew Broderick finished filming Biloxi Blues in 1988, uh, and before Gray's premiere in Dirty Dancing, she mm-hmm. was yeah. Dirty Dancing, mm-hmm. uh, the couple was involved in a fatal car crash in Ireland, where the passengers of the other vehicle, a mother and daughter, both died. Mm. Ripping them apart. Didn't know that. Yeah, I, I think that that's definitely had a big impact on his career, um, and maybe hers as, as well. Yeah. Because um, like I was like in the last. What twenty years? When have you seen Matthew Broderick and like other than yeah. voiceover work? I really Voice haven't seen him really in in like silly kids movie. Like he was in like one or two kids movies. It was like what the hell? Yeah. And what's she really been in? Well, I, she she had surgery on the yeah, face and everything. She, she don't look the same. She didn't like her nose, I think. Yeah, and it was just like she she couldn't get marketed anymore. Then I got a question for you. What's his biggest role, Matthew Broderick? It's not Ferris Bueller, right? I would say this like. <laughs> You're forgetting one. It's a voiceover one. Robots? He's Simba. Uh, no, he's not. Oh, shit, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking Simba. Oh, shit. All right, no all no right. Godzilla love? <laughs> no, fuck Godzilla. That's trash. No, was that 1999 or something? 98? Yeah, remember Size Matters? That's trash. Come, come with me. The only, the only thing I remember about the movie is P. Diddy. Yes. Literally. Just is sampling the fuck out of a Who song. And Gene Renault, who was yes. fire. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's a tough one. It's definitely Ferris Bueller, because I think if you do the full thing. Mm-hmm. But people don't remember, because he's I, he's not singing. Because I, I think it's Jason Weaver that's singing. Yeah, I wonder if he did the Jason Weaver thing, though. Where he like, yo, I was just want royalties. Don't Because you know they were going to pay him like a million up front. Yeah, I remember that. And he was like, nah. His mother was like, nah. He is old as shit now. Yeah, but his mother's smart as shit, bro. Yeah, I mean. His mother's like, nah, give me them royalties. Remember one call away? With Changi, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Give Give Jason Weaver his flowers. Yes, I thought about that. Which show uh, was he in again? Um, um, smart um, guy. Yeah, smart guy. <laughs> he's a smart guy. Yeah, he, was in, he was in ATL. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a movie here, right? Called Guns and Grams. It's a Baltimore movie. <laughs> Let me finish. Most of the niggas that died in the wire are in it, right? Let me let me continue. Who else do you think is in it? Who is also the smart guy? Jason Weaver. No. No. What? Keep, keep, um, um, what's it called, brother? Oh my goodness! In it. So you hear these guns pop, pop. Yeah, we got to take out the Minetti family. That's why I can't like Baby Boy. I like Baby Boy. Really gonna the shot. I can't like it. Because Omar's good. And he's like, come on, bro. He's a smart guy. Now I'm gonna have to make y'all both do this. He podcast. Mo Tips. I'm gonna make y'all do this. His name podcast. Mo Tips. We already doing it together. We are. Yes. Weren't y'all doing this together? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. We really was, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm like, I sent my text message. We really was doing it together. This this is going to be a three-part of podcast. Yeah, pretty much. So so you have that. Mm -hmm. Um, In the film, Ferris and Cameron were supposed to be 18 years old. Now, this is a thing about 80s casting. Yeah. Uh, And Sloan was supposed to be 17. Mm -hmm. In reality, how old was Matthew Broderick, uh, Alan Ruck, and Mia Sarah? The three twenty four. For who? They're all different ages, by the way. She, who's the youngest? Broderick. The girl. Yeah. She was. 
All right, so you give me Matthew Broderick, you give me her, you give me Ruck. Matthew Broderick. 25. Ready? Give me Ruck. 23. And give me give me Mia Sarah. 22. Matthew Broderick was 23. Alan Ruck was 29. Damn. And Mia Sarah was 18. She was the only person Damn. that oh, was above shit. the right yeah. age. Wow. <laughs> Make you want to go back home and watch it now. Uh, wait. Uh, <laughs> Again. <laughs> Mia, Mia Sarah beat who? Who who is also has a connection, a a, 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 a John Hughes connection. Famous. Molly Ringwald. Yes. She beat out Molly Ringwald for the role of Sloan Peterson because according to John Hughes, she had elegance. According to uh, Ringwald, John wouldn't let me do it. He said that the part wasn't big enough for me. How would the movie look with her in it? Hmm. She's I agree. very redheaded. I agree. Yeah. You need someone that's understated. You need someone that... Yeah, she's just, you know... Yeah. Support. Yeah. Now, granted... It sounds terrible, but she's support. But so let, let's talk about Sloan a little bit. Sloan might be the greatest girlfriend in a movie. Ever? Probably. She's top five. I go with yeah, we don't talk about that a lot. Let's, let's talk about we it. We might have to do a list because I don't know. She's up there, though. She's, she's up there. She's supportive. She likes his best friend, who might also yeah. be him. Yeah, true, true. Which is true. a whole thing. Let's talk about that theory, that internet theory, too. There's an internet theory out there that uh, that Cameron and Ferris are the same person. I've read that only once. It's a theory that's floating around there. I think there's like scholarly essays about it. Is it, it because, like, what is that? Cameron gets abused or some bullshit like that like he's trying to escape they're so polar opposite but specifically when I watched one scene earlier because I did I watched a little bit when uh, Sloan and Cameron are walking while Ferris just pops up during the parade Mm -hmm. it's like they were having like yeah man what's gonna really happen to us like they were together and then Ferris just interrupts it and goes into his whole singing thing like this is a little too how did this fucking happen? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, some, I see like, that. I it's see some it. fan wing it. things that are happening. I can see it. It's a bunch of conspiracy niggas do that one together. Yes. But I can see it. it it's uh, it's not as bad as Fight Club is. No. But one could look at it from that perspective. It. It's like, how are you so cool? <laughs> and just none of it. And all of his shit seems to work. He hasn't taken one L in the movie. No. Yeah. Not at all. And Cameron only takes L's. Mm-hmm. Or the D, as it were. <laughs> but Mia Sarah uh, is Sloan Peterson, top five, maybe top three, and not three girlfriend in movies, specifically 80s movies. Because the girlfriend in the thing like pop culture or quote unquote guy movies, and I don't know if this is a guy movie, mm-hmm. but a guy's the lead, and it's about, it's, you're dealing with friendship. Uh, they're used as the fucking nag, they're never a good hang. Right, and she's a, the greatest hang. Mm-hmm. She's doing every goofy shit that they want to do. She's like the girlfriend you would want. That's why she, she would qualify. I think. Right. I don't know who else is in that conversation, but maybe a thing that we go back to a little later and kind of look at it like who else pops up as like a great girlfriend or kind of like partner, like person that's sticking out and it's not the same movie. It's not anywhere near near connected. Is uh, Catherine Heigl's character from like Knocked Up and maybe it's the way it's written I hated her character that's the point that's generally how those come off and then when you think of Sloan you're like ah she's great it's like you're sitting in a hot tub like ah this is great <laughs> Sloan and has like a dude name too she's just a cool person 
Yeah, she gets she just it. Seems or, real cool um, in the movie. The wife from Neighbors. She works. True. She works. True. That's she a good works. one. That is a good one. Where do you rank uh, Sparky from Hellboy? That's pretty good. She's yeah. a good one, right? That's yeah. a good one. Uh-huh. That is That's a good another one. one. Uh-huh. Damn, I forgot about that. We're all over the spectrum, right? <laughs> we really are. Like, God damn, this is not even close to first viewer. Uh, so let's see, let's see. Uh, after working, this this might be me. I might be I might be John Hughes. And when I explain this to you, you're you're gonna like this. I think John Hughes might also be an Aquarius. You're gonna like this. I don't think he is. Let's see. I'm gonna check because I got I got another. You always gotta throw the zodiac in don't there somewhere. Don't be a cuck. He is an Aquarius. See. How do you fucking know this stuff? Because of what, the, what happens here. After working on Weird Science in 1985, another classic. That's my shit. Yes. Uh, John Hughes offered Bill Paxton the role of the garage attendant in this movie, Ferris Bueller. However, Paxton turned it down because he felt the role was too small. He admitted that he later regretted turning it down because Hughes never offered him another role. Damn. Damn. This is why he's an Aquarius. Oh, That's a cool. S- salty motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Bro. But if you think about it, you're trying to get this shit done, and it's like, I've put you in a bunch of shit before, just right. do this one solid for me. Right. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Now, remember, what other movie came out this year he was in that Bill Paxton would have been in? I mentioned it earlier. 1986. Sci-fi, horror, space. I was about to say something else, but no. Sigourney Weaver. Alien. Just, yeah. oh. Game over, man. He's, this is I this. forgot he was in. Yeah. yeah. It came out in 86? Yes. Oh. I'm just thinking about that that that, that podcast y'all did when y'all said uh, didn't no good movies come out '86. Most of the movies we're covering this year came out '86. True. She's got to have it, you know. Uh, Ferris laments not having a car. He talks about that in the mm-hmm. movie. Uh, however, he owned the synthesizer. How much did that synthesizer cost? It was a synthesizer from 1984. Like this, like the Booty Collins. Sure. <laughs> I'm just nigga. I gotta ask. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sure, yeah. The synthesizer costs eight grand. Damn, this motherfucker had an eight grand synthesizer. Nineteen eighty six. Car, bro. He's like, like come ah, on. I just really wish I had a car. Why'd you sell your synthesizer, motherfucker? What's that paying you in? The, is that the one with the strap? And you just put it on the side and you play it sideways. Are you what? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. What, talk, mm. Are you talking about like a guitar? Is that it? Is that the difference? The, the keytar is the type where you have like the fucking tie that's made that looks like a piano. Nah, but you know the what's this, the synthesizer got keys, right? Sure. Nigga, I don't know the synthesizer. I'm not a musician. <laughs> but you're a black dude. You should know what that's. I, oh, look, shit. I like rap. <laughs> they use synthesizers. A new wave. <laughs> Excuse me. And they do like name yeah. one new wave song. Likes what you make it. I don't know who that is. What is that? That's your synthesizer. I don't even know. That's your synthesizer right there. Oh shit, that's expensive. <laughs> Stupid. Here's the last two things. Um, now, keep in mind, like, we'll do that recasting thing after this. Mm-hmm. So, we have Molly Ringwald as the Sloan character, right? Let's keep right. that in mind. Which one? Let's say she's cast. Let's say she's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is there except for this person. There were multiple people considered, but the role was written for and completely in mind for uh, um, Matthew Broderick. But these people were considered. Rob Lowe, John Cusack, Jim Carrey, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., and Michael J. Fox. I was about to say Michael J. Fox, like, all day. He's very short, though. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Right, if it's high school, that would have worked. It would have worked. Michael Michael J. Fox is dope. Now, keep this in mind. This is a, this would be a year after Back to the Future. 
The only thing I remember, like, Jim Carrey being in back in the day like that was, like, what? Once Bitten? I fuck with that movie so hard. Jesus Christ. I love that movie, bro. Uh, what about, um, would Johnny Depp have worked? Too no. pretty? No, he's too pretty. Um, Tom Cruise? No, he's too extra. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.? Would have worked. Okay. Rob Lowe would not have worked. Or John Cusack? Too Cusade. handsome. Jesus. But he was a part of the Brat Pack, though. True. He's handsome. Uh, John Cusack? Could have worked. Because uh, Say Anything, I think, was around that time. Mm-hmm. Could have worked. Yeah. Too stalkery, though. <laughs> but that's after that movie, though. You can't say stalkery. Like, that's before the movie, you didn't think that. Before the movie, you didn't think that. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a fictional boombox. I know. You're holding it up for a while now. But still. I'm just trying to get the smell from my armpits to dissipate. Oh, no. Uh so lastly, as I already mentioned, the, the whole theory or what have you. So just to kind of extrapolate in the theory, there's a theory circulating on the internet that Ferris is actually a figment of Cameron's imagination. The theory states that although Cameron wants to be more adventurous and rebellious, he is afraid to, like someone we know, and creates Ferris. Ferris is all the things that Cameron is not. The theory states that Ferris becomes a creation Cameron uses to assert himself against his father's cruelty, more importantly, his own hypercritical consciousness. So they, they should they should like really some like fans should have redone that somewhere. They should have worked on like a fan made like yes, Ferris Bueller. You just look in a mirror and it's just Cameron wearing Ferris's clothes. I mean, it could work. Yeah, where, it's already where, there. Where's the deep fake? I mean, I don't know, but I'm just saying like that. The makeup is already <laughs> there. You already presented it, so it's like it wouldn't be that hard to do technically. So, all right, now is that part of the pod that I want to get into two things. We got favorite scenes, mm-hmm. and then we have um, what works and what doesn't works. So, which one, Rudy, would you want to do first? What works and what doesn't work, or our favorite scenes? Um, I think we should do. I'm sorry, Rudy. I'm sorry, buddy. What favorite scenes? Nah, what works and doesn't work. All right, we can do that. All right, so I have several things that I think work, and I have uh, one thing that I think doesn't work. Okay. And it's essentially what's aged and what's not aged well. Right. That's usually the case. So, I'm going to throw out uh, Chicago. I think it works. Going around in the city, seeing Chicago, the yeah. architecture, and all these things that are Chicago. Didn't they go to a Cubs game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that whole thing works. Even going to, what was it, that, the museum or what have you? That, that works. Um, John Hughes' writing works. It captures high school yeah. and the fact that he got that shit done for the be as quality as it is. And it was a lot longer in the span of less than a week. He's yeah. like, and on the seventh day, I rested. This is how I knew it, knew it worked. I got cursed and sit down and watch it. Right. Wow. You got your fucking teenage daughter sitting down and watching this. Really? He's like, I want to watch this. Really? Yeah. Damn. Uh, That's crazy. So. Okay, my cousin do none of that shit. <laughs> so this is the thing we touched on earlier. This is Matthew Broderick's best movie. Yeah. That's, this is the movie when they do his obit reel and they're saying uh, in memoriam Matthew Broderick they would show his original hairline. <laughs> Alright, you're not lying. 
All right. And then they would show him doing Twist and Shout. Is that fair, Tor? I agree. All right. Just make sure. I agree. Um, now, no if, debate. if we looked at... This is terrible. <laughs> this is mean. It's very mean. So, his current wife. Uh, sorry, Jessica Parker. Yes. I remember I had a girlfriend who used to call her Serica Jessica Parker. And I was like, Serica? the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> Does she... If you look at if you look at the sister Regini, right? Mm-hmm. Do they have any facial similarities? When Sir Jessica Parker was younger, she was way more beautiful. Do they have any similarities? Yeah, yeah. they have like the same hair. If you look at both of them, yeah. they, it's yeah. like you clearly have a type, sir. Yes. Uh, now this is what doesn't work, and hey, you know what I'm going to say, Jeffrey Jones, get him out of here. You know why, right? Why? Soliciting child porn in 2002? Mm. This nigga is a criminal. Mm. So having this nigga is like, I'm looking at what's going on in high school. It's like, ugh. Y'all about that. He's also the dude in the past too, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so kind of doesn't work. It's like, uh, when you rewatch it, like, oh, let me just move all of him. Can we get the guy from Can we get the guy from Breakfast Club giving the bulls in the horn? It's just all one big school. Right. He, he just causes bullshit in the school system. I feel like all of John Hughes' movies are like a connected universe. I think they are. Uh, yeah, it like does every seem last like one of them, it's just like this shit happens. I think they. I think what is it? The movies that made us talks about that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, how like if you were to John Hughes it here, like not the because you know what I want to go with me and Tor. You've talked about me. We've talked about this before. The this whole notion of like. Everything that's black's got to be sad. It's like, why can't it just be fun for one? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, could we yeah, do yeah. a John Hughes version of like a Baltimore high school? And if we did, which high school would it be? Mm, that's a good question. Probably city. It wouldn't be city. Why not? I guarantee it wouldn't. We got culture there. It'd probably be Polly. Fuck no. I'm be real. I'm be real with you. I don't even fuck with either one of you niggas. It'd be Marvel. But it'd probably be Marvel. Marvel. Marvel, bro. It but can't be my school. It, it can't be. be your school. It wouldn't be. It definitely wouldn't be. <laughs> it definitely wouldn't well, be my school. It, it, here's here's the reason why. It'd be Polly. Here's the reason why it wouldn't be Polly. Think about why it'd be Polly though. It'd be Western. Because they got Polly and West. They got Western right there. But they don't have a mascot. They don't have a discerning identity. Don't they got a fucking parrot or something? It's a parrot and an engineer. They have two mascots. Mm. That's silly. Yes. What city? The Black Knight. <laughs> Nobility. Castle on the Hill. Don't you forget it's it. Carver. I've been in the city once. I, I went to take the SATs. Carver is a cleaver. Yeah. Carver is a bear. They got some bears. <laughs> this is a bear. What was WBD Du Bois like? The EB Du Bois like a pen? Probably like a baseball bat. It's probably a regular book. <laughs> it's, it's just a, a black guy reading the book. Speaking of that shit, yo. At first, before we got the name, we was just full eighteen. <laughs> they gave you niggas a number. They're just like that's how you know. <laughs> just preloading to the system. Look at the motherfucking newspaper. Look at football. Four eighteen versus four nineteen. Yo, damn. yo, it's like some colleges give you the college prep. They gave these niggas like in, in prison prep and shit. It's just like you gonna have. A, I've got a number you to answer like, for. Like, look, my nigga, this is how you cut potatoes. This is how you do this. So you, you running late for your license? Your, your license plate stamp in class. 
<laughs> fucked up. That's rough. That's awful. What? Shiv 101. I mean, I it like is a lot of motherfuckers I went to school with in prison now, though. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. Whoa. That's another black thing. <laughs> when someone's like, look, I'm not joshing you, say it in Baltimore. I ain't gonna hold you. Fuck. Alright. So, anything else you think that works or doesn't work? Also, honorable mention, I think Sloan works. Sloan yeah, works. Sloan works. Sloan works. Between the two of them, who doesn't work? Do, did you, does their dynamic work between Ferris? I'll say they're two different people, um, which is the, the prevailing theory. Uh, do, 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 does both of them work? Does one work better than the other? Would you have changed one of the two of them in far, as far as how they're characterized? I would change Cameron. He was getting my fucking nerves. I can see that camera can get on your nerves for sure. He was draining me like as a friend. I was his friend. I'm like, yo, god damn. Like, why are you so scared? Also, he's a little bit of a heel too. Think about where they're at. Chicago, right? Yeah. What team's jersey is he wearing? He's wearing a red wing jersey. It's just slapped out of here. Yeah, one nigga's like, fuck you doing, bro? Speaking of that, I always wanted a hockey jersey, bro. Never got one. A sweater. A sweater? That's what they call it. Jersey got number one. I don't give a fuck. That's what they call it. And this is the biggest shit. They are thick. That's why I can wear them. You smaller, nothing. I just want my mighty ducks. That's all I want. All right, Keenan. That's all I want, bro. All right, Bash Brothers. But it wasn't because of the, the movie. You know they though. came out with a new show. Cartoon. It's because of the cartoon. I heard. Not not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but anyway. Can we talk about Joshua Jackson? He in it? Well, he's in the original movies. Oh yeah. Remember how he turned into like. I'm a woke white dude. Did he? Yes. Oh, shit. I don't <laughs> he's like the lawyer in When They See Us. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, and he's like married to the chick. Oh, he's married to the black girl from uh, Queen I, and Slim. I don't think they married, though. I think. Well, they just had relations. I think they have a kid. Yeah, I don't think they married. He was hitting it? Yeah. I mean, he's with her. <laughs> I mean, he's with her. Like, then, like, together. But also. And I was shocked. He's not young, though. No, I was shocked. Yeah, of course he was. Like I shed that one like tear from the Native American when oh, I found no. out that I didn't Stop. have a chance with it. Stop. Wow. Mm. So you were doing an anti hating yourself, brother? I dig it. Ain't you dog. All right. Wow. <laughs> You're right. Wow. So I have two scenes that I think are really like kind of like unassailable scenes that are just fire. Do so I'll throw mines out there and um it will go from there. So I have Twist and shout, the like parade, the impromptu parade. There's nothing he can't handle. I can't handle anything. School, parents, future. Ferris can do anything. That, it, it, when someone's like, yo, distill Ferris Bueller's day off and you don't have that in there, you've, you're lacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, another scene that I really like in it because I think it's mostly improv is when um, when Ferris calls the school as Sloane's dad. Uh, uh, sure, yeah, I'd be happy to. Yeah, you uh, you you just produce a corpse, and uh, I'll release Sloane. I want to see this dead grandmother firsthand. It's all right, Grace. It's Ferris Bueller, that little twerp. I'm gonna set a trap and let him fall right into it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that part, that, that part shit is really funny. funny. <laughs> He's like, you butthead. And I think most of it is improv. So it was something that he says that doesn't make any sense in there. And John, he was like, keep it. He's like, I like nonsense words. Keep it in there, please. <laughs> and it's just like, look, this is this is great. 
And the fact that he doubles down because he's wearing the um, the fucking like uh, the the trench coat with the hat later. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah. So so, Tom, what do you have for scenes? What scenes comes to mind for you? Um. Every time you like, I don't know. When I watch movies, sometimes it's always about the opening shit mm-hmm. to me. The opening scenes, like it, it grabs you, <clears throat> and it always and it has like a really good introduction to the characters. It like makes you want to watch it. Like when I first when you first see Ferris, it's like, okay, I fuck with this, and he's talking. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, like all right, he def- I wouldn't want to go to school either. I remember that. This is my ninth sick day this semester. It's getting pretty tough coming up with new illnesses. If I go for ten, I'm probably gonna have to barf up a lung, so I better make this one count. Yeah, and then the other scene. I really like the ending scene when he's trying to get back home. I had a great time today. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. Do you, you think Cameron's going to be okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. For the first time in his life. He's going to be just fine. So, so the, shit. so the initial scene where I think that's that part when he says uh, life comes at you fast, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's a great scene. Because I think music is a big thing in this movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that last scene, the ending scene, when he's running and trying to, you know, get back in bed and shit like that. Because they use that like, The music guy. is perfect. Yeah. The music is perfect. It goes, it just like, I like when they put things together that well. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever composed it and the editor or whatever, it's like, fuck, this is really good. I wish I could do that. So, Rudy, what do you have in mind? Um, when the principal was at the house, trying okay. to get, it, it felt like home alone to me. Look, this, this is not a phony phone call. There is an intruder, male, Caucasian, possibly armed, certainly weird, in my kitchen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Because it's like, it, it, it kind of has that slapstick thing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, doesn't, like, he open the, or he tries to open a door or some shit, and his sister's there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Anything else that you guys want to say about this movie before we wrap up? Because I think we got the scenes, and I think those are some of the better scenes. And notice, no one cares about the Ferrari. No. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> no, I just didn't. Now, granted, they did drive that shit around the whole time and didn't reverse the fucking, yeah. which... It, you're trying to cover up for your man's bullshit, so hold on. If, if Ferris is a real nigga, you're a bitch ass. You left this nigga to deal with this bullshit. He did. It's like, he did. You got a nigga. I got to run. He did. Da, 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 da. I think <laughs> it, it would have been cool if the father, like, it would have went off with the father coming back. Well, apparently, they, um, Alan Ruck said that there's a an alternative cut that his father kills him because of the car. He throws him out of the window the car goes out of. Like, that his father was abusing him, and this is just, like, it goes so fucking dark. Oh, that would have been yeah, rough. Yeah, like I said, like, it, it seemed That would have like, been that, rough. That would, that a, would definitely be something bright, yeah. they cut out. It's such a bright movie to me, so it definitely insinuates, like, Cameron's getting shit smacked out of him. Yeah. Like, we're just going to talk. Like, come on now. Take off your belt. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to beat you niggas up. It's going to be like David Allen Greer and Tales from the Hood. All right, I'm confused on one thing. What the hell did the mechanics do to the car? Yeah, describe the scene. Yeah. Um, when they was getting the car, well, from the garage, when they was getting the car back, mm-hmm. and the one guy like they did something to the car, and it was like, yeah, we got to um, we got like basically when they when they left it was like, yeah, we got away with this. Oh, I guess they were re- reversing the mileage on there. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't it remember. Pro- it, yeah. uh, it's possible. They um, at least they were trying to reverse the odometer or some shit like that. Um, maybe I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. 
I don't remember. So, uh... I'm glad I didn't talk about alternators. I got one like other that. thing to mention in terms of scenes, though. Let's see. Let me What's that? Uh, post-credit. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. I forgot about that. Yep. Shit. You don't know the first. What is, what is the post credit? What the, what the, um, the principal guy on the bus. The post credit is they use it in Deadpool, which is why this makes sense. He's like, "You guys are still here. Go home." Oh, oh yeah. shit! I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first post credit. That's pretty good. Yeah, oh, it's shit. like one of the first post credit. Damn, I forget that. <laughs> It's, it's, and this is why the Deadpool reference comes right back full circle. <laughs> so Deadpool is really Ferris Bueller. Good night. <laughs> mm. Damn. That shit hit me right in the chest. <laughs> Go home. It took me back to like, it took you back when you first seen the movie. I'm like, damn, I remember this. Because you're, you're talking about at the when you have the whole thing with the bus and then it goes circle dissolve. Mm-hmm. And then you get this scene right here where it's just, you're just in the oh, hallway. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, Go home. You're still here? <laughs> And it's one of those things where I like I like those things being in movies because there's a lot of people that work on putting movies together. Like we take it for granted. Yeah. Even the crappiest movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's put it this way: Could the three of us make a movie right now? If we had the equipment. Yeah. What type of movie? We don't, I don't an think actual movie, an yeah. hour-long movie. Yeah. Like an eighty-minute movie. Yeah. Who's acting? Who's directing? Who's holding a boom mic? You see what I'm saying? I'll act. I'll do Shakespeare. Do you? That's it. (laughs) That's all I'll do. I'm listening. I just don't see it happening. So I I think ultimately what I'm getting at is having a post-credit scene, it kind of, if you know it's there, and a lot of times you don't, you know, when you're you're seeing it for the first time, you get to see at least the opportunity to see all these unsung heroes that are contributing to putting this thing together for your enjoyment and entertainment. Like, I need Hollywood... <clears throat> to get their post credit scenes together. Not the Marvel shit. Like, we know that shit's coming. Like, that's, you know. The... You're disappointed when there's not one. Yeah. yeah. Like, but no, I'm, I mean, like, fun ones. Like, when Rush Hour used to go off, the fun ass, like. I don't know about those. What do you mean? Do... I know. I'm Are you serious? I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about when mm-hmm. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker doing the shit, they're just having the fun. And shit and oh, you're. That. That's. Well, I'm talking about. We need like... more shit like that, man. Well, that's. Those are, that's like B-roll. I'm, that's B-roll and that's stuff that got on the cutting room floor, yeah, which is which is fine. It. But I'm, when I say a post-credit scene, it's like we shot this, there was dialogue written. That's what I right, mean by right, that. Right. So I think that that's a thing. But you're right. Those things were a hallmark of like the 80s to like the 90s. Right. When you would see like almost a clip of like Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. When you wrapped up on that, you get to see all this different stuff. Like it's a lot of white guy dancing in that. It is. And none, none, none of it's good, but it's in there. So True. someone I, had to direct that stuff. Wait, I, besides everything else, spin it. We talk about Ferris Bueller, right? Yes. You negated the fact that you know you haven't seen Rush Hour. No, I've seen Rush Hour. I just don't. I just I didn't know it in context of a uh, post credit scene. <laughs> you upset me. I've seen all three of the movies. You upset me, sir. I've even seen Rush Hour four. 
in my mind's eye, brother. <laughs> so any final words for um, for this flick? How often? I mean, we got to rate it, right? Yeah, so um, we'll rate it. We'll both give our ratings. Well, all three give our ratings on a scale of 10. And um, with your rating, say how often do you think someone should watch it? Every five years, every 10 years, every 15? How's I'm that? Going, Rudy. Um, so it's good. What's, your, what's your grade and how often do you think people should watch it? What am, what, what am I grading it for? Like, what's a one to ten? About a good. This is strong eight. Damn, an eight. That's how to scrub my penis. Oh no! <laughs> you wasn't supposed to go there with this. What's <laughs> that happen like that? I, 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 well, never mind. Jeffrey um, Jones. <laughs> well, besides today and last week, I haven't seen it in years. So, has it been more than five? I think so. But did you? Might have been more than ten. Damn, to be honest. it couldn't have been ten. Could have been more I, I than ten. That's one of your movies. You're an eighties movie guy. I am, but and you're a lighthearted eighties movie guy. Hey, man, it's not love like, don't cost a thing, man. It's not like I brought it up to y'all last week, but it was like I didn't think about it until how, I seen it on TV. <laughs> but how how often would you recommend people watch it? I mean, I recommend people watch it every five years. It's that it's good, but compared, you know, I like Breakfast Club more than that, so. I can see that. Come on. Oh, because you're a detention nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just saying. I've never seen 16 candles out of that group. I will say that. That's one of the. I've seen it, but that's one of the ones I had. Are you serious? It's super racist. Oh, for Asians. You know, he's really. He haven't seen really ages and black movies like that, you know. Fuck. True, you're right. You're right. We got to bring that up every I've once in a while. I've seen weird science. Can I, can I get my points? That is my favorite one out of all these types of movies. Weird science. The only one out of that. the only one out of his movies I've not seen is Sixteen Candles, and I was like, I'm all set. I've seen just one of the guys, which is not one of his movies, but it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Titties. <laughs> That's what the movie's about, right? No. All right. Uh, Torn, what do you got? I'm giving it a nine. A nine. Uh huh. Almost a ten. Ain't no black people in it really. Um, oh. Let him finish. Let him finish. Go ahead, Rudy. No, go ahead. Speaking of that, like I said, Kirsten is watching with me, right? And she was like, on the parade part, she was like, ain't no black people. Oh, it's one of Yeah, two, you got to count. <laughs> yeah, you got to count. But put it this way. Put it this way. Which part of Chicago do you think you're in? Ooh. And you know why? Why that? No. I watched too much Shameless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's, let's hold dice for a second. Hold, yeah, dice, yeah. hold dice for a second. So, remember the, the racial divide between Chicago. White Sox is South Side, and that's black. Mm. Where, what game did they go no, to? Cubs. No. When they had the whole Chicago hats thing, and it was Nick Offerman with the Cubs, and it was Craig Robinson with the black with the White Sox. That's, <laughs> that's why he makes it. True. Northside, Ferrari. So there you go. Damn. Yeah, there you go. I mean, just super white, but <laughs> yeah. also it was appropriate. It was right. like they went to a White Sox game, and it's like, yo, that's Frank Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> who I don't think was in the league at the time. <laughs> But yeah, I, I would give it a nine. Uh, it's up there, some of my, one of my favorite Hughes movies. Um, like I said, Weird Science is my favorite one. That's that's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. haven't seen it in a while though. It's just still great. I would watch Weird Science like every every couple months if I could. And Ferris Bueller, I would watch every year. That's fair. It's on the same level because it's just fun to watch. And, and I Ferris think, is a cool character. And I think that's the thing you want. And I I think one of the other things that makes sense that you, you touched on earlier with the the, the post-credit B-roll kind of credits mm-hmm. thing, make the credits interesting. Attire, right? Yeah. 
if you have a tire that you can, is cosplayable, mm-hmm. that right there is a hallmark of a movie yeah, working. Is. Because you can see somebody just throwing this fucking... When, when they did the TV show, you know they did some goofy shit. It's like, here's my sweater. Yeah. It's like, you would not be wearing that still. You're mm-hmm. not yeah, a cartoon it, it character. It could definitely be a series, though. Yeah. Legit. Like, if they did it the right way, it, it could have been be. a series. Yeah, it could have been. Because at oh, first, yeah, Beulah, in the digital yeah. age, it's like... I, would, I don't know. I'd be interested. I wouldn't probably love it, but I'd be interested. You would just look for a camera to find this nigga. It's like... He's, he's tweeting. We got a bunch of tweets about some parade in the middle. <laughs> See, I don't like when they bring shit like that to this age because it yeah. makes it corny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it, it would definitely have to be a thing that's set in the 80s if you were to do it now. Right. Um, limited series. Yeah. Limited yeah, series. Not um, for 10 years. No. Nah, it's just like, but it, it can't be day off because that's literally just one day. It would have to be like him in college, right? Him like finding a way to not go to class for a semester. How would he even fuck with the you know first builder's first job shit? I would even yeah, yeah. Like it's ways they can we yeah they can bring do it that back out now. Like he's a day trader and shit. And he's just like logged in the computer. He meets the guy from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I guess I'll throw out my my score. Uh, I'm gonna give this around what we're to give. Give this about an eight. Um, runs a little long for me. I can see that. It's it's nearly two hours and it was cut down from nearly three. So I don't know really what you cut out. There's a lot of stuff in it that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 part that you like, really, I still I probably would try to cut that out. It's too much fucking just Jeffrey Jones's mustache everywhere. I was like, I hate this nigga. Every time I hear Jeffrey Jones, I think of like Orange Juice Jones. <laughs> I, I mean, it would have been better with Orange Juice I don't Jones. Know why? Hey, if a black dude was the principal at the school, would it have made the movie better? Yes. But I don't see no black principal hey, going, Bueller. Going, going to the motherfucker house and all that shit. Well, it was the 80s. And, nah, and he missed up, he missed like seven or eight. No, he missed nine yeah, days. He, uh, yeah, he did. He was in the computer. <laughs> You're like, mm. but but if you just do the colorblind thing and just make it like he's one of the like chief of police for like what he's like Robocop type movies yeah. it's like look Foley's like me nah, look Bueller you got the whole <laughs> you got the whole superintendent in my ass your son's a truant right <laughs> the truancy like he's got so, one little pencil mustache he got he has the John he has the John Waters mustache yeah I know John Waters is the principal I would watch it I would watch the fuck out of it <laughs> This is like mm, we have reason to believe that. Definitely <laughs> watching <laughs> that first. Mm, aren't you a little treat? It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and I think in terms of watching it, I think it's a. I think definitely is a part of the pack. If you're sitting there, you're doing like I'm gonna do an '80s night. Yeah, 100. You got to watch all of them. Um, you got to watch the whole huge brat pack, that whole situation. But I think in terms of just enjoyability, you're right. I, I could watch that. Let's say every three to five years, now be be good, um, because it's enjoyable and you see little things in there, which is I think the hallmark of a movie that you're still talking about nearly forty years later. Yeah, I think a big part of it for me is like, like it's one of those movies. I'm like, damn, I wish my daughter would like the same shit that I like. Oh yeah, That's, this is one of those movies for me. I want her to like it. I dig it. So, ready? Any final things? Torn? Any final things before we wrap up here? Watch first, Bueller. It's a great movie. It's a classic. Yes.